sold separately uh, an action figure podcast with me, Colonel Rain's car, and your friend and mine, Brian Charles Bruni. Uh, today, <laughs> a conversation about Masters of the Universe. It is, if you've never heard of it, it is, of course, a cartoon toy line. <laughs> it is a massive, ridiculous, uh, unbelievably large property, uh, or at least it once was, and we'll find out more about it here. Um, but how are you, uh, Mr. Brian Charles Rooney? How am I? <laughs> I can't do the voice right now. It's too early. Um, I'm doing well. I'm happy that we're talking about Masters of the Universe. I would imagine Finally. if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see nothing but a lot of Masters well, of the Universe uh, behind you. Not your whole collection, because it's ridiculous. Oh, no, hardly any. This actually, well, there's my Mega Constructs, which is pretty up to date. Um, and then the rest of it's Batman on there, <laughs> which is not He-Man. And then there's Classics Castle Grayskull, my Masters of the Universe pop stuff from Funko, uh, Loyal Subjects. Um, Masters of the Universe, everything, literally. Right? Yeah. Um, Vintage Line, New Adventures, um, 2000X, the 2003 series. Um, I have the entire Classics collection, uh, the Masters of the Universe Classics times from Maddie two. Collector. Hmm? Times two. Yeah, almost times two. I'd say probably 90%. Times boxed, two. yeah, okay. um, but complete loose. Yeah. Uh, Princess of Power vintage collection complete and and ninety eight percent boxed. I'm mm -hmm. missing two things from that. Um, I have uh, the Funko Pops. I have the Funko Dorbs. I have um, the Mythic Legions, kind of inspired by He-Man figures. Uh, I have the Super Seven um, five and a half inch figures the um their club grayskull uh club filmation stuff uh i have the tweeter head mini busts i have <laughs> um looking around the room i have all of the like basically all of the books that have ever been published uh except for some of the comics from overseas i have the model kits from the 80s i have a lot of custom stuff um and then I have this new Origins line as well. Which is but great. do and, you and have the adult underoos is what I want to know. That I don't have. Because my wife was like, why don't you have the He-Man adult underoos? And I said, I, that's more of a Brian Charles Rooney situation. Mm, thing. I don't know how good I'd look in it right now. but Spider-Man um, underoos, you got it. For, <laughs> but um, for you, they do have them. And, and I can't say that I didn't, yeah. they were in an advertisement for me the other day on Facebook. And I was like, really? is it inappropriate for me to buy these for Brian Charles Rooney? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, please um, continue. No, I don't think it's inappropriate to buy me He-Man underoos. I mean, Skeletor underoos are probably more appropriate, but um, especially ah. for how I feel right now. Um, but <laughs> that has to do with um, you know, as we spoke about that eBay seller or buyer who I have not heard from, which is oh, a little strange. Of course you haven't. Do you Why think he's ever going to contact me? Uh, he will when the, the last day he can file a complaint. <laughs> That's so mean. And so um, he will do it on the very last day. I was thinking, like, did he die? Did he get kidnapped? Did he no. have a change of heart? Absolutely not. Um, yeah, I know. I looked him up on Facebook. He's a stoner. So, like, maybe he's forgotten. Well, um, I mean, that's the best case scenario. I know. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I, he's had enough airtime. Um, my, you know, obviously, as a He-Man fan, we've had highs and lows. It's often, 
you often joke about being a He-Man or she- and or She-Ra fan being like in an abusive relationship with <laughs> Mattel. You, you, the line starts and then it almost gets to like where you're going to get everything you think you want. And then no smack like it doesn't. And then they start a new line. And the most recent example of that would be Mattel's great run with classics from 2008 to about 2016 to 2015. And then the rights went to Super 7. Um, and they did a fantastic job continuing. Oh, yeah. And then they had a whole ton of stuff planned and Mattel came in because they saw that they were selling well. Um, and we're like, no, we want our license back and you can't have the fun if we can't have the fun. And it was, you know, they the people there are looking at the brand managers, the various brand managers since Scott Knightlick left. Um, you know, and as much as I rank on him for being overly ambitious, he still got the job done. Yep. Um, you still got over, he, what, 150 know. plus classics figures. So. Oh, my God. And the castle and, and you know, and he castle. had the Snake Mountain, um, you know, sculpt made and all of that started yep. the ball rolling on that. We had multiple vehicles, multiple beasts. Mm-hmm. No. Um, and and you, you know. just said that you're in an abusive relationship. I would say that you have an over glut of toys. Well, from I think you're pretty lucky. I mean, I you're not Marvel guess. lucky, but you're pretty no. lucky. Not Marvel lucky, no. No, but what I mean is that, like, with classics, we got <laughs> pretty much everything. We did not get Starburst She-Ra, which is, like, the first variant of vintage She-Ra. Uh, we, didn't got, we did not, which is significant. We did not get uh, the 2000X version of the Sorceress. We did not get King Miro or Captain Miro in either 2000X or Filmation costume, which is uh, the He-Man and She-Ra's grandfather. Um, we did not get characters like Malaktha, the royal historian, who is kind oh, of a... gosh, character. we didn't get her. Well, man. No, no, man, he, it's a he. Um, oh, I sorry, guess. we didn't get him. <clears throat> uh, we did not get them. Um, so, get them. <laughs> so um, no, I mean, these are kind of like deep cuts, you know, for, for <laughs> but for hardcore fans, cuts. they're important it's characters. And that's the, the point. Like, har- there's a big hardcore fan population out there for this brand that's why something like classics ran for eight years oh yeah no you can trick people and manipulate people into thinking that this this subscription is going to end if the dentist from ohio doesn't buy you know a hundred subscriptions which happened um, amazing guy super nice guy that i've that I see at powercon every year and he literally bought a whole bunch of subscriptions and then sold them to people some most of them he sold he was able to get people to okay. claim them um okay. or you know wanted people who I mean, wanted they're worth a ton so, now so i know he'll probably retire on that hundred subscriptions now i th- i think he probably had that in mind he's not he's not he's a smart guy um but you know i think the fan support has been there since day one you know there's oh, for a small sure. collective of people who started on a he-man message board in the late 90s and mm-hmm. that became he-man.org and yeah, that is where you know a lot of people that you and i both know met and oh yeah we're still friends you know 15 20 years later <laughs> which is 20, pretty, yeah. yeah which is crazy in a great way i have friends from in australia germany yeah. um england uh uk ireland mm-hmm. um france spain Canada, Mexico, Argentina, um, all over the place. And 
they're not just like acquaintances. They're friends. They're people I talk to regularly. Oh, so yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty, pretty amazing. And then you, we ended up evolving into the run of PowerCon, which is, um, had just been revealed yesterday or the day before that that is <laughs> significantly changing going forward. It will and no Power longer Con, be. For those of you that do not know, is the He-Man Masters of the Universe celebration that happens in Los Angeles. Yes, for for He fans and She Ravers. Um, yes. And over the years, it's had other properties involved. You know, in an in an attempt to kind of turn it into something bigger. Uh, one year there were Thundercats. One year it was Ninja Turtles. Oh, yes. Right. Um, and that's sort of it was nice. Like the programming for that worked really well. So you, you had because there's a lot of crossover in the different fandoms. Um, so we got to meet, you know, voice actors from those cartoons and yeah. learn of the history of them. Um, but as far as collectors, none of those brands, even Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I don't think there's a lot of carryover of adult fans. From and I don't brands. think there's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles con. No. And that's a um, huge brand. There's G.I. Joe has a con or used to. I think they canceled theirs um, a couple of years ago. Transformers, I don't think has it's a con, do they? Which is strange. I don't. I, don't I think they so. have like sort of like robot-y type cons, but nothing like right. serious. I mean, but He-Man has a con. Is that like? Do you think that the Transformer con thing is because Hasbro has kind of made that difficult for them? I don't know. I mean, I know that there's ancillary type cons like that, but there's nothing as sort of significant as PowerCon. Like the no. last PowerCon. Like, what was the highest number of people coming to PowerCon? I don't know. Ago, this I don't past know year? offhand. Um, not last. 5,000, 10,000? Not this year, but the year before. Not when it was canceled, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but, but like maybe 2018, 19? How many people were there? 18. Um, 5,000, 10,000? No, it was more than, it was definitely more than 5,000. Um, wow. That's a lot. It might have been 15,000, pushing 15,000. Wow. That's a lot of people. I know. For a in con, and out, for like know. a little a baby con. That, yeah. That's what you kind of consider a baby con. Anything that's not, you know, Comic Con, like these little tiny conventions. Oh yeah, that is not it's tiny. Very that specifically, kind of geared to one, you know, yeah. one. Well, I mean, I consider He Man and She Ra one property now. Yeah, um, well, I mean, whatever you would call it, Masters of the Universe, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's definitely. Um, I mean, it started at the re at the Renaissance. No, not the Renaissance. They, it was that hotel right Lacks, up from LAX. Because I remember the, going to the, the first Sheraton. Place. Yeah, Sheraton. That's right. Yeah. And um and it was like the hardcore human.org people and some. That's what I thought. Fans. I remember the first. I feel like I went to the first one or the second one, and it was like five hundred people. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You know, five hundred thousand people. Yeah. Maybe a thousand if in and out, yeah. like some day, one day or two days. But the hardcore kind of collective. But it was great because it was the first time we'd all been in together in person, oh, yeah. without the kind of trolls. Not, yes. And and believe it or not, not you know anybody new to the brand is is kind of convinced. And I saw this the other day on Facebook. Someone said this is a toxic fandom. It is dysfunctional and angry That's every single one That's nasty all. and i was like go hang out with the gi joe people for a few days yeah they're horrifying uh, i mean <laughs> but i but i i thought that's not true i said i you know i've been a part of this fandom forever and only in the last year has it become really bizarrely skewed towards negativity and i i a friend I think of that's mine, everything everywhere though yeah i mean that we've been under a lot of stress there have been a lot of weird political kind of yeah uh, 
you know, draw. I mean, if I could say whatever dumb people, stuff I want, well, I'm just going to say it everywhere, including my basically. little toy place, my little toy forums, right? I mean, right. it's trickled down into everything, every part of society. Yeah. It's in every. That's why I quit all my toy forums, and I've been on those things for like 20 years. Yep. And no, you're not. You're not alone. Like you have. A lot uh, of they've evolved over that. time, and I've quit all of them. Yeah. I mean, it's, I couldn't take all the whining. And all well, the other thing whining. is. It's not even just whining; it's like purposeful trolling, and there yeah, are that people too. that like the being like people just being jerks for no reason. Yeah, there are people that, really that come is. in and and get off on that, and they create multiple accounts so that and they're they're supporting mm -hmm. their own their own conversations. Oh, yeah. They're having conversations with themselves yeah. between these accounts to make it look like the main account has a following. The main account has mm -hmm. something to say that people want to hear, when in reality they don't. Yeah. And of course, those people never come to these cons. I mean, I've no. had. Earlier Absolutely. on, when I had the patience for it, I would have these, you know, discussions that would turn into arguments. And of course, they can't be respectful because that would defeat the point of trolling. Yeah. But um, I'd be like, you know what? Why don't you just come to PowerCon and we yep. can have we'll have a panel 100%. and we'll have an argument. And everyone will love it because it will be hilarious. Totally. And I didn't mean it in like a threatening or nasty way. I was yep. serious because yeah, yeah. it would be funny and that would probably end up making everybody friends. But they never come. Nope. And I'm not sure so they're allowed. Hear, to, I, don't, I don't think their moms let them out of their homes. <laughs> Probably not. Um, so to know, you know, to hear that it's a negative fandom is really sad because for so long it it's been such a positive one. And oh, for sure. You know, I think about the morals at the end of the old filmation shows, mm -hmm. and I wonder, you know, is that part of the reason? You know, the kids watching this show related to a property that was kind of progressive. It involved different colors it involved different gender like you know people scantily clad women, men scantily clad men and then women with a lot of power and and yep. command and in charge and i just thought that's a really interesting idea for sure um do the kids that that you know subscribed for lack of a better word to this to this property in this show were they either you know were they relating to these messages already were they hearing it at home were they being taught these these values at home or were they introduced to them by the show and or both? And does, is that why it tends to be a much more um, relaxed fandom when you really are interacting with the with the real fans? Oh, for sure. I feel like you and I could write a book called I Learned All My Empathy from the End of Cartoons from 1982 to 1980. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. You know, I mean, I was encouraged to speak about my feelings to be respectful, you know, mm -hmm. to people I had to say is from my my family, but yeah. but yeah, I mean, hearing Orko or He Man or Shira mm -hmm. or you know Cowl Flint or, or Lady J or right. Duke, yeah, Big Bird. I mean, just you know, Big the, Bird, yeah. The, the social messaging back then was a lot more was simpler, and it was a lot more effective because it was basically like, don't be a mean jerk. Be kind. Mm -hmm. Share your toys. Look at people like and think about people and treat people how you want to be treated. Those are simple thoughts, but they go a long way. And I think oh, they for are. sure. And I mean, and those were for us, the latchkey kid generation that we are. I mean, those were our friends every afternoon. Mm -hmm. And those were our that's why we still have such a connection to all of them 
up to and including right this moment that we're still talking about a 40 plus year old property <laughs> or about a 40 year old property is um is because we made such a connection to the characters themselves and what they who they were and and how they treated each other and i'm pretty sure beyond my mother teaching me how to treat women and other people respectfully that i'm sure i learned all that from gi joe because yeah. they never ever no one was ever not treated equally no, and there have some um, badass white ladies in that property. Yeah, yeah, same. I mean, they all they all did. They were not just, and they were never just the damsel in distress either. No way. They were sometimes. No, the o- opening they, moment <laughs> of the first GI Joe cartoon is Scarlet busting into a place and kicking some butt. You know, right. I'm like, awesome. she's she was the kind of. I mean, I think before He Man even for me, she was kind of the first. And it's interesting because she's this redhead and then Tila was a redhead. Mm-hmm. Um, it might have been basically concurrent, but I remember being drawn into G.I. Joe by her and Snake Eyes and then oh, yeah. drawn into He-Man by Tila. Tila's my and, all-time favorite He-Man character. I um, mean, and she was my favorite character on the show as a kid. She was my favorite action figure from the line as a kid. Right. I still remember when I got her. I still remember breaking her leg off and getting a new one. Like, I remember, <laughs> right? I mean... <laughs> Like I was I like, oh, she's broken. We're getting another one. Like four hundred you know? times. Yeah, like awful. we're getting another one. So sorry. Right. You know, like um, it's Tila. She was to me. Her and Prince Adam were the number one characters. Uh, those are my two favorite characters. And Orko. Sure. And, uh, but she was number one by far. Like she not was even for close me. Anyone else? Um, until Evelyn, and then and <laughs> well, then Dora, and then Dora and Shira kind of kind of just destroyed all of that. <laughs> Um, like my favorite line in the Secret of the Sword is when Adam brings Adora to his the family for the first time, and they walk in, and everyone's in the you know the family quote unquote because it includes Man at Arms and Tila and Orko and Cringer. Yeah. And, and this you know Adam brings this blonde chick in the room, and Tila goes, "Who's that?" <laughs> it's like that bitchy. <laughs> and the history behind that is that um, Linda Gary, who voiced Tila and Evelyn and the Sorceress and every other yeah. basically. Every other woman not on the on the show, uh, and in half of Shira show was supposed to have been Shira, and Erica Sh- Erica Scheimer, Ooh. the daughter of Lou Scheimer, who was also wow. the voice of many characters, pushed for Melanie Britt, who's a fantastic, um, incredible voice actress, um, to be Adora and Shira, and Melanie booked the role. Um, so I thought to myself, I wonder if this is in that recording Linda kind of flipping <laughs> on her in a very brilliant Tila way. Um, so if you if you are looking to review Secret of the Sword uh, or the first five episodes of the She-Ra cartoon, the old one, you should go ahead and um, look for that moment because it's kind of priceless. Um, so, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, speaking of of kind of reviewing if you are newer to masters yeah i was gonna say how do i get into this if i'm not a 40 year old 40 plus year old fan like yourself i mean what do i do they had the filmation cartoons both of them he-man and the masters of the universe and she-ra princess of power on sling tv via stars or you could just get it via stars because it was on netflix for a while too wasn't it yes but it's not anymore it's gone it's not been for a while that it's been on stars and they just okay. lost the rights, I guess, because we turned it on to watch the, the Christmas episode and it was yeah, gone yeah. and now oh. it's all back on iTunes. So, Ooh, so you have to you buy can, it. Yeah, you can. I don't know if it's available through Apple TV or not, because I let that go. 
Um, I'll have to check. We have that. Easy. We have it free this year, so I'll have to check and see if it's if on. it's on there. We can follow up in the next episode. But um, you can buy. It's not like I think each season's twenty four. I think so. It's not terrible. Yeah, um, but you own it or, on DVD, don't you? I do. It's just. So what do you need to buy it on TV for? I I don't. We're not going to. I'm just going to wait until it's available somewhere else. But if um, those of you out there that do not have the DVDs, <laughs> yes, you can get it on iTunes. Um, and you can do it, you know, sectionally. You don't need to buy it all at once. Oh, for sure. Um, there are two seasons of each show. The second season of She-Ra is a little shorter than the second season of He-Man. And then there's uh, the Christmas special, which is you can watch actually without really knowing much. It's kind of its own self-contained thing. There aren't a lot of deep cut references and you get um, really fantastic double transformation sequences, um, which is pretty great. Um, but you can also supplement your knowledge with this hardcover book, which you can get on Amazon, published by Dark Horse, called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe mini comic collection. This has all of the vintage Masters of the Universe, Princes of Power, and New Adventures of He-Man, which is He-Man in space, um, in here, plus some other stuff, stuff from classics. And then you can also get the toys of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, also featuring She-Ra, Princess of Power, hardcover book published by Dark Horse, which was created basically by Dan Erdley, who is Pixel Dan, um, yeah. a friend of the podcast, um, friend of mine for years. And um, this book is fantastic, not only because it has everything in it that you'd want to know, but it also has many of my own toys photographed. That's right, because he, um, you photographed a lot of your toys for that book, right? The well, I didn't, I didn't, but they, but I he sent borrowed them. your She-Ra stuff, yeah, right? Some of my She-Ra stuff. The She-Ra toys are mine and my friend Dara. Um, she's kind of one of the oldest online uh, She-Ra fans in existence, and I want to give her. Uh, Correct, you know, Dar Dara Vater Heron. Um, she is often at PowerCon, um, and she's kind of one of the main authorities on Princess of Power. Um, but this book is great because it really does give you the the uh, the, the high and low of of figures from the very beginning all the way up to all the classics, Super right? Seven classics, yeah. and then the Super Seven five and a half inch. So no origins. Because that book's but, fairly recent in the last couple of years, right? Yeah, it, it was published just as, or, or on sale just as Origins was debuting. How much um, are those books? This one, the toy the one is, I think, 50, but it's on sale right That's now cheap. for 30 or 40 on Does Amazon. Does have any pictures in it? That's cheap. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's and it's not short. Um, and, it, and it's really nice. It's nice as a gift for friends who don't, you know, find out if they have it first, obviously. The mini comic one is... I I don't I cannot recommend this highly enough and it's on sale right now I think for thirty or twenty five um, on Amazon as well um, and it comes with a handy dandy book. ribbon you know bookmark um, this has been how I started introducing my son to him lightly with the cartoon I didn't want to push it because I didn't want him to hate it. Um, yeah, mini comics, like I, we've talked about it before I find it really hard to watch the old cartoon as an adult. But I really enjoyed Masterverse. Yes. I, uh, Revelation, um... I'm Revelations on Masterverse. Yeah. What, what, what does that even mean? <laughs> well, I mean, it's sort of the what same I, thing right now, because it's... Term. There's a figure... Well, there's a figure line called Masterverse, and it's... That's it's, it. That's it's so far line. been Thank all you. of the Revelation characters. Revelation is one of my... Sorry, my friend Tim that writes for that show out there, and my friend Ted that, you know, works on that 
sucker. Um, uh, that to us. Um, it is sorry. Uh, even in the Masters Universe Revelations. No, no, just one revelation. Just one just revelation. One. There are even though there are multiple reveal. throughout the season. One reveal. There's not two reveals. It's just one. Just, well, sort of. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think. <laughs> I mean, and that's a side note. That that revelation slash masterverse line was initially uh, supposed to be sculpted by the Four Horsemen. Yes. It was, it was supposed to be using the classic Bucks, which I think would have been a, a much better idea than what they did with Ruben Diaz, the uh, former brand manager of Masters. Yes. Or, well, no, he's never been the brand manager. That's wrong. He's been the head designer. Yes. Um, but I think he's... Uh, otherwise employed at the moment um yes. rumor has it um <laughs> well you're doing a lot of smiling on this podcast yeah really. yeah i know you can't see, <laughs> you can't see it when it. you're recording it if you're listening um, to this in macau he is smiling because he's very excited that that person has been well, uh, whatever the word is and um he is rumor, glad someone's you know, out of a job at christmas because he's uh basically no, uh, he's no, scrooge he's scrooge he's ebenezer scrooge and hey he, boy, he loves when people the lose their work for masters of the universe now? he's already told you that he's evil and all his favorite characters are straight not, evil so mm, no, i don't know if i trust him not evil i mean she used to be but she's not anymore um <laughs> uh yeah i'm trying to think of a character and i'm like no evil 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 um <laughs> pretty much evil and you always play evil characters so i don't know I do. you're, I mean, you played miss trunchable when i when i play men evil. i tend to you're play pretty evil. Mean. You're pretty mean yeah i'm terrible um <laughs> i'm so terrible with my hundred dollar donation to the charity the Christmas hey my charity. next play is importance of being earnest if you want to come down and play lady bracknell and be like <gasps> you know what i mean you'd have a lot of fun with that yes we would that's that's a that's another episode at least um, if I could afford you, I'd bring you down. Trust ah, me. Maybe, maybe. I mean, you work for a school. They've got money. They do. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, the writing the uh, the sky sled. Um, this new origins line is theoretically introducing children to Masters of the Universe again. This new He Man and the Masters of the Universe CGI cartoon on Netflix is doing the same, and so is Revelation. Um, I will say that my son, without pushing, has been obsessed with both cartoons. He loves them. Yes, he and he has now howled. Six. Six He's, years old, no, so perfect, perfect uh, target audience. Yes. Yes. He loves all of the characters. He, you know, There are some that he favors other, more than others. Um, he watches each time and finds something new and awesome. is really interested in the detail and the drama of the stories. That's he loves as well. Origins Line. He likes incorporating some of the Revelation uh, Masterverse figures into it because he can't quite make those characters in the origins line the different looks. Um, Faker being one of them. Uh, he, yeah, there's we an origins on the last episode, right? Yeah. There's an origins Faker, but it doesn't look the same. Um, but he's um, to me that's that is proof. I had an uh, not an argument, but a discussion with our friend Ted about what you know is this brand successful is it going to remain successful are we going to be seeing this brand in 30 years 50 years um i don't know um i don't think any of us really know i think right now we probably don't think it's going to happen because i don't think masters of the universe has caught on with kids but i don't blame children for that i blame mattel 
I don't yeah. think they're advertising it. I don't think they're, I don't think it was managed correctly. I think they made the mistake of alienating adult collectors, which is their, their, their lifeline, their bread and butter for this property by changing the buck, which was Ruben's decision um, and making it new and getting rid of the, ho the horseman instead of bringing all of those class, those classics collectors yeah. along, even though they ripped the license away from Super 7 who kept the brand alive for the last few years. Um, bringing all those people along and then using that to fund other other ventures. I don't know why that decision, I mean, I know why, because he just didn't like the way they looked. He didn't like the classics line. He thought it should have been the way Origins was the whole time. Um, you know, and woulda, coulda, shoulda. But mm -hmm. I still feel like anyone with a cursory knowledge of how toy marketing works, toy business works, knows that if that buck had remained the same, this line would have been more successful. And instead you have Revelation figures selling a couple waves and now sitting there, you know. I can go get being, all of wave two today. Right, right maybe, now. you know, if there's room for them, if the stores mm -hmm. have ordered them, because they're still having, you still see Skeletor and Evil Lynn, two of the most popular characters in the brand, sitting there on the shelf with He-Man and Mossman and about 15 Battle Cats. Yep. I, you know, that's a problem. Price point is a problem, too. Yeah, that Battle you Cat, know. I would love to have them, but I'm not paying They're that really, price. Those figures are expensive, and I think that's starting to become an issue. Um, you know, Mattel was kind of at the forefront of pushing prices much higher for collector oh, yes. items and action figures back in the you know, the late... They were doing that 10 well, years ago. the early 2000s, yeah. Yeah, yeah they were doing that Justice 10, 12 League. years ago. The, yeah. They started it with Justice League Unlimited. And I, I back then, I was like, mm-mm, this is not a good idea. I get you want to have a 1,000% profit. Yep. I know that your investors want it, too. But that doesn't mean it's going to be good for the long run. And it hasn't been, I don't think. I mean, maybe for them, it has. Maybe. But brand, you know, brand longevity and the toy industry as a whole especially when you have nothing like toys r us in america to sell toys for you you know the price point matters so oh, it very much matters you know so does distribution the fact that they didn't make it an amazon exclusive mm -hmm. boggles my mind yep. and i don't believe they couldn't have of course they could have there's no shelf space with amazon they could no. easily have instead they catered to walmart and now walmart is not even really carrying origins anymore in most places i haven't seen it have, the last figure i got from the local walmart is fisto that's lucky and that that's was lucky. what two three months ago no i i uh could have been longer big, big bad toy summertime. store and friends in canada <laughs> and friends in california or pennsylvania have been the only places that i have been able to find or get these toys for myself or my son oh yeah mm, i mean you, you live in a major metro area right i mean well and, and new york was the same I, I you know i've been back every month for work i have not you know other oh, yeah. toy lines yes but not um i mean new york is always tricky because there are tons of scalpers and there are other stores yeah, that's, that true. that's true but there are a lot more targets in manhattan now and there's nothing yeah no I think um, the the price point thing has been quite an effect. I mean, look at how many figures, if we're talking early 2000s, right? Mm -hmm. Look at how many figures, how many figures were released in the 2000X line? Um, 30, 40, 50? I mean, how many are I there? mean, well, if you count all of the He-Man and Skeletor Even the variants? variants? Yeah, even variants and stuff. Who cares? Um, let's see. 
<laughs> Let me keep talking and I'll find out. Yeah, I mean, well, what I was trying to say was, is even in the early 2000s, we had toy lines that would exceed 100 plus characters or 100 plus different individual sculpts. Right. I mean, my Lord of the Rings collection is over 200 figures. My Simpsons collection is over 200 figures. Um, the G.I. Joe 25th anniversary stuff that came out uh, just on the heels of that um, was, I mean, there's five, 600 of those. And I don't even have right. close to all of them. I've got like 300 of them. Uh, there's a ton. I mean, those price points were affordable. I could buy every single one and collect all of those lines because the figures were $7.99, $8.99, $9.99 at the most. And now it's $22 a figure. And I can really only keep up with Marvel Legends and uh, G.I. Joe Classified. And I cherry pick everything else. Because I just can't right. afford to collect all those lines, and I just don't see as many happen. I mean, Giajo Classified's been out for almost two years now. Where the heck are those figures? Like, why? Why am I getting five figures a year? Right. You know, um, it's ridiculous. And Origins, like, why is this? Been, this is the line I've told you about many times before. This is the line I wanted instead of Classics. I collected about the first 75 Classics figures, but if it was these, I would have collected every single one because this is the kind of figure that I wanted. I'm sure I'm in the minority of that. I'm uh, with your friend Ruben on that. Um, this is what I would have wanted <laughs> is what the Origins figures are. Um, mm. That appealed more to me was a much an updated version of the old figure because the old figures, I hate those figures. are so ugly and gross and no articulation and terrible. But these newer ones that are have actual articulation i really love them and if they would have made 200 of these i'd have 200 of them but as it is now they're hard to get hard to find yeah. i cherry pick them because i don't need every little i don't need every little variant but if they weren't 14.99 a piece and the rest of my toys weren't 20 dollars a piece i'd probably have every single one right i mean that's that is a, that is a problem i mean for 15 dollars for a figure that in this line, mostly is reuse. It's all reuse. Um, Every single one's reuse. Is ridiculous. And to me, taking the hit a little bit, especially because the way Mattel works, they use a profit-sharing structure. We've talked about this a little bit. We're like yeah, Monster yeah. High. Masters of the Universe Classics was, for, the, for almost the entire run, was a part of Monster High. It was a Monster High brand. It was used in a profit-sharing structure with Monster High because Monster High was doing well, so it helped get classics more more tooling money and then once classics kind of took off and went nuts and and scott knightlick helped kind of stoke the flames of fear so people were buying you know oh, multiple yeah. subscriptions which worked um oh, it's sort of on the, on the on the later end it started to subsidize the monster high loss so you had you know because that started to dwindle um so i'm guessing that origins masterverse um, are probably part of a, of a profit sharing thing with each other. They may be with a larger brand as well. I don't know. Um, I don't, again, you know, there's Masters of the Universe stuff in Hot Wheels. I don't think those crossover um, within that company, but there's probably something, maybe um, Jurassic Park. I don't know. That would not surprise me. Um, well, Jurassic Park, I mean, I never see those figures. Those get bought like crazy. Right. I mean, there, most of the time the figures are gone near me. There's the, I mean, the, the large, dinosaurs more expensive last. dinosaurs sit a little yeah. bit, but everything that's $20 no, everything under is gone. Is gone. Um, so it's possible that that's going on. I don't know. Um, but I don't think, um, you know, you have 
my experience between Nashville and New York has been Skeletor first version in Origins sitting yep. there. He-Man first version sitting there. You can get the newer versions, the more classic looking ones. I've on never Amazon. seen. I've never been seen the newer ones. I, I haven't. Not in the store. I have on That's Amazon. What I mean. you can get oh, so them. they are on Amazon. So I need mm-hmm. to order those. Okay. Um, and you can get the women with the newer knees also on Amazon. Oh yeah, I need that Tila with the newer knees. Um, that's you can get on Amazon as well. Um, I've not seen. I've seen the the Keldor Cronus pack, and it's sitting there now. Uh, that one's clearance city. I see that. Yeah, one. I mean they made the mistake of again them, of of sending out a limited amount, and then of course all the scalpers. Uh, where's my light? All the scalpers um, bought it up. So then Target was like, oh, everyone wants this, and they ordered five hundred thousand packets of it, and um, now they're sitting there. And yeah. You have Landshark at the local Target sitting there, and they just got a new box. There was a Master of the Universe box on the cart, and I thought, oh, there's something new. And nope, it was more Landsharks. Battle Cat and Panthor, um, which nobody needs multiples of. No. So I'm not sure why Mattel's even offering that. Battle Cat and Panthor just keep coming in. Like, when I look at pallets at the local store, it's like two, three boxes of, of, uh, of Battle Cat. I'm like, right. why are there, there's already 10 on the shelf. Why is there no, another 40? It, it, I, I don't know what that's, if that's the store's fault or if it's Mattel's fault. It. To me, if it's, if it's not Mattel being aware of that, they need to use that skew for something new, like put in Faker's cat or, Maybe, right? you know, or Catra's cat and give us a Catra figure with it or something like mm-hmm. do something different with the skew. If you're going to use skews for multiple items anyway, which they do. Um, you know that they probably just overproduced them, and I don't. Maybe uh, in this day and age, I don't understand that at all. Um, but to step away from the frustration a bit. We do have um, at least two lines of Masters of the Universe things on retail shelves, which is pretty amazing. Oh well, three technically, um, yeah. Oh, what the mini origins, the new cartoon, and uh, Masterverse. Oh, you're right. Those yes. three. And, I mean, and you're, the mini. I mean, and the mini. It's a so good time to be a He-Man fan if you're into yeah. that stuff. I mean, you can go to the, every store in America and see, if you're lucky, three different well, lines of He-Man. I can go see three different lines. Every, of every Walmart. The kids line is the ugliest toys I've ever seen in my life. They <laughs> they're, like, they're not. Oh, they they're look about... like runny diarrhea that came out of an No, orcs. no, no. That's no they're, they're not McFarland DC. Stop. Um, there. We can't. <laughs> I've. My wife told me because it's Christmas time, or it's you know the holiday season, yeah. that I have to be nice, especially to Ricky. I have to be nice, <laughs> and so I'm not allowed. She banned me from talking about McFarland toys ever until the new year. So funny. We'll do it. We'll do a McFarland episode in the new year. <laughs> I'm, I'm so done. Um. Anyway, I. Like she got me the McFarland Princess Bride figures for Christmas. Yeah. My God, are they terrible? I saw her today, and I I was actually I didn't think it was Robin bad. Wright is one of the most beautiful people in the world, well, particularly yes. in that film. Yeah, and this looks like her her like bloated. They're not, they're not good at women that got her face punched. Yeah, it's not great. Um, so, oh, sorry, I, I'm not supposed anyway. to talk about toys. I apologize. <laughs> You're getting nothing for Christmas. Todd McFarlane, I'm sorry, my wife. I'm very sorry. I was I meant to be a good guy. Eyes. I'm trying um, my best. I, I, you know, Revelation, I actually, I like, I don't mind the new sculpts. 
they're not like amazing, them. I think they're nice. but they're not bad. Um, they move oh, well. The articula articulation is nice. It's not over overdone. It's none of the joints are loose. Um, and I like the figure selection so far. And we're going to be getting a She-Ra in that line. I don't know I what think it, it looks once like. Once you get about I, 25 of them, it's going to be a really nice looking shelf. Yes. Um, so far we have, I have the the power con or uh, not power con but the comic con version of Scareglow, which has the bendy cape and that's pretty amazing um i'm excited about the new king gray skull that's coming yep um that i'm excited design, about what's tila's friend's gray. name she's in the next uh, wave andra yeah which you have to get you have to get two of because it comes with the cape and the helmet Oh, so you get one for so you can get one for Tila. Because Tila looks like that too. Yeah. And oh, I thought, oh, what am I gonna do with this extra Andra figure? I guess I can give it to Christian. Um the kid, here's my leftovers. You <laughs> here's my leftovers. I mean she's Christmas. a no, well, it's a, a yeah. It's a complete figure, you know, it's just not her and her true. core armor. Um here, have a bunch of McFarlane toys for Christmas. Ha ha ha. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. If you put DC like, what? You put McFarlane toys under the tree, is that like putting coal in somebody's stocking? <laughs> Oh wait, I should, sorry, Ricky. I'm not supposed to talk about this. No, he doesn't hate. He doesn't. No, that's okay. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, it is a good time. I just wish they were more available. Like, I don't know why I can't. If Mattel was so intent on making this a big relaunch and making it as big as the MCU, dot yeah. dot dot. Um, yeah. why can't I go on Amazon at any point in time and buy Shira or Zodak? Or Roboto for myself. She's $40. My, well, no, Zodak is 30 From a third-party seller, and they're the old version. The, the, the Shiro with see, the old version. Triclops is 50 Roboto is 46 Right, because Amazon allows third-party sellers, which annoys the hell out of me. Ooh, that's, Triclops. That's or uh, Trapjaw is down to 35 from some third-party person. Good deal. <laughs> Stupid. Well, but we're also getting the recolor of Trapjaw. But so Orko's on there, which is a surprise. Yeah. Clamp Champ, oof, sorry, bud, 29% off for 15 bucks. Woof. Yeah, the deluxe right there, figures, um, I mean, even Ram Man is sitting in my target, which surprises yeah. me. Um, but, but you can get that Mega Constructs Castle Grayskull for $302. Yes. What and the apparently, I got it for 70 I think yeah. maybe even cheaper than that during the pandemic. $300. Like the early pandemic. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck launching that mega construct or bringing in new fans oh, to that mega oh. constructs line. And they have Snake Mountain coming. They have Shira Hordak and Prince Adam with the Monstroid coming, which is an amazing set. They have the Land They're Shark. All coming. Those are really fun figures. Yeah, they are. And the and the the builds are fun and they I look have good. a few. Yeah. But the, the castle is the gateway. That is yes. the gateway to that line. And if you the don't make only that thing I carried around as a child with me everywhere, okay? Right. I didn't take I didn't have a telephone right. like this to stare at like all the kids do now. Right. I took my toys if we went to a they bring my neighbors, if we phone. went to my grandparents' house, I carried Castle Grayskull with my handman figures in it. Same. That I I crammed went. as many figures <laughs> Even in there if as we you went could. to dinner, they yeah. would put it in the trunk and we'd pull a couple figures out. Yes. But Castle yes. Grayskull, because of that little handle, went with me everywhere everywhere mm -hmm. all right same and i i it was i will the say number the, one piece of my he-man collection the origins castle is really fantastic oh it, god i so beautiful it's so great I, I know there are other people that think it's garbage and i'm like nope 
it has fixes to it that I wanted as a child. It's yep. more durable. I, love I still it. am a little worried about the floors. They're kind of soft, and they're I worry that soft, over time but, they're going to bow. But they make, like I've told you before, it makes the old castle look like crap. It kind of, I mean, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think aesthetically it does. I think it's nice. No, no, no. They're equally nice. But this one's just so, it's such just a better. great. There it is over there. Next, it's yeah. right next to the black black star ice castle. That's <laughs> how black important star, it is to me. The, the paper mache black star. <laughs> and don't worry, Chris Star Castle's right there too. Oh, you need to stop. <laughs> That's where's that redo line, Super Seven? Where's yeah, Chris Star Ultimates? We're getting Animaniacs. I can't get Chris Star. Like, get how about Chris, just here. Chris Star reaction with a playset? Oh, like, that'd what, be incredible. Come on. Um, but that's another show. Um, I think uh, we we're gonna talk about Master Universe again in the next episode. But I, I um, as somebody who has been a lifelong fan, and at this point it is lifelong, um, of both He Man and Shira, I was so excited to see a sort of relaunch with media, and I have been really disheartened because there was this weird campaign to kind of sink revelation before it had even it had even been seen yeah we've talked about um, that before too yeah yeah and i knew that that meant because of the way the entertainment rights are for she-ra and princess of power because the toys for that line were developed sort of separately um you know the, the long of it long the short of the long story is that filmation decided to create a a a female he-man they made it his sister they drew up pictures of her and hordak and catra and a couple other characters they submitted it to mattel mattel said wait can you make the bad guys look like these concepts these universe that we're making based on universal monsters i don't know if they actually said the universal monsters but it was obvious they had a vampire character they had you know a wolfman character the creature from the the black lagoon character the mummy uh a witch um and they said, you know, can you make these characters look like this instead? And the cool thing is that those early sketches for Hordak and a couple other characters are, um, you can find them. And they ended up making a character in the She-Ra show named King Ago. Uh, they made him King of the Trolls. He's largely based on the original concept they had for Hordak. Um, and the name was Hordak, because people are now arguing again, because every couple of years this comes up. That the horde is for He-Man only, and it ru- and they gave it to She-Ra, and She-Ra destroyed He-Man. It's like no, actually, She-Ra Gargan was the third season of He-Man. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it you know, in fourth season, it's that's how it worked. But because those those toys and those concepts were developed between Mattel and Filmation, the toy rights and the entertainment rights ended up becoming separate things when Mattel sold the rights to. Hallmark, I think, in the earlier 90s when they were about to go bankrupt. And then those rights kind of went from company to company. So now you have DreamWorks holding the entertainment rights for She-Ra. You have Mattel holding the toy rights. You have um, entertainment rights that are licensed by Mattel from the companies that own them for characters like Adora, uh, Swiftwind, Spirit, Hordak, Catra. Uh, Adam and He-Man, Man-at-Arms, Tila, Cringer, Battle Cat, and Orko, because they want access to the filmation looks. Oh, yeah. And they want to be able to use them in any sort of other licensing they farm out. It makes it even more complicated in that case. So you have, you know, 
if Netflix wants to do another season and, and use She-Ra, they have to go to DreamWorks. They have to go to Mattel. They have to go yeah. to DreamWorks, Universal or whatever. Right, and license say, that character. We'd like yeah. to do this. But DreamWorks is now saying they're going to do a live action She-Ra. Yet there's been no kind of, there have been no auditions. There have been no, you know, no nothing. calls, yeah. nothing. nothing. Um, the concept for it is like <laughs> complete, not what people are hoping. It's not Game of Thrones She-Ra, which would, which be, would be amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, it's like, like, you know, and then, and just like that, Shira was in New York City and working as a writer in a townhouse, and her friends used to go to the cafeteria restaurant for dinner, and like, it's Sex in the City. So it's the Smurfs meets, movie meets Sex in the City. Meets, yeah, meets yeah. poor Shira being dragged by her heels into, you know, some right. terrible idea. Um, well, I, yeah. tell me this, because we got to go soon. Yes. Um. We've talked before uh, many times about um, the nostalgia of the toys and, and mm-hmm. your mother, what your mother used to do for you. Oh, yeah. and my mother and parents would do the same. I told you my dad used to, after they got divorced, would put a toy every two weeks <laughs> under the pillow when we came over. And it was usually uh, a Remco or a He-Man. Well, yeah. He probably thought the Remcos were He-Man. <laughs> Remco. Um, and so I had a nice Remco collection to go with my He-Man collection back in the yes. day. Not to bring up, you know, Remco to, you know, yes. make you feel awful right to at this moment. eBay fiasco. <sighs> but um, tell me right now. Um, right now? And remind us mm-hmm. who your favorite vintage Masters of the Universe figure is. Because you have to remind me, you told us oh. you've told this great story about it before. Uh, but for those of us that haven't listened to that episode, who's your favorite one? And why? And where did you get it? Uh, the vintage figures, whether it be Masters or She-Ra. Um, Who's your favorite one you had as a kid that was your favorite as a kid? Oh, um, Starburst She-Ra. Yeah. Because she was unapologetically packaged. Well, the version I got with Crystal Swiftwind, which was probably the girliest package you could ever imagine mm-hmm. in your life. It, or and, the most masculine if you grew up in India. Well, there you um, are, right? But because, your mother did you know, not want to get that for you, did she? <laughs> My mother wouldn't let me have any Shira because whatever. I mean, I yes. would get punished if I was in the girl aisle. And and I, you know, I liked toys that were sold to girls. And yes, and I, I like all toys. toys. I go to the girl aisles all the time. I love those exactly. toys. Exactly. Like, I, she didn't get it. So, or yeah. she got it and whatever. Who cares? Um, she's she's dead now so who cares yeah Um, take that mom (laughs) um she made up for it later but the the um the package was there and i was spending the summer with my grand grandmother and grandfather in uh down the shore in new jersey and my grandmother said what do you want for your birthday and i was like what i get to decide because it was always like a big deal like my birthday was a big deal everybody would come and i in a note it was always a surprise my mother was really good at that so I'm like, okay. So we were going in the store and I see the two pack and I'd never seen them. I was like, I want this. And she's like, what is this? And I said, it's He-Man's sister. And she's like, well, of course. And so she's like, but you can't play with it until your birthday. And I was like, oh, I'm and I'm thinking, yeah. I'm going to die. I'm going to get killed. So I can't open this and hide it in my bag. Because yeah. I was young enough to still be totally into all that stuff. Oh, Not yeah. that I Because you were probably five, it, but... six, seven, um, maybe at that point. That's what, 85, 84, 85? Yeah. Seven. Yeah. yeah. Six, yeah. six, six going on seven. Yeah. 86. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, I think so. And then, yeah. um, that birthday and then, um, for 85. 
because she came out. It's about that time, yeah. But they were on the shelves for a long time. They, those figures right. were out for a long time. Um, so I we get it, and it's like sitting on her sewing table, and I'm like staring at the box and smelling it because <laughs> those toys had a very specific. Oh smell. yeah, oh yeah. And um, and then we have my birthday, and we <laughs> we go back home to my to New Jersey, you know, proper. And we have the birthday family party and she wraps and I unwrap it. I'm like, <gasps> and I pretend like I didn't. And my, my grandmother says, pretend you're surprised. Of course. You know what she was doing. So um, my mother, <laughs> I opened and I must have looked right at her and her face, the pursed lips. That was when my mother was pissed Ugh, off beyond that, it. like beyond belief. Like, I love it. And she knew she couldn't do anything because it was my father's mother. Who was mm-hmm. a super wonderful lady? Like, I mean, either yeah. one she wouldn't have been able to do anything. But she, my 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 mother was very lucky. Like, she didn't have any sort of weirdness from my grandmother in any way. But she knew that she couldn't oh, yeah. take it away. Oh yeah. And I was like, and I said, Are you, I love do I have to bring it back? She's like, no. And so I had the like the girliest of the girly Princess of Power toys. But it was amazing because then I could have she like her fighting the horde. Yep. And up until then, I didn't have it. I was like trying to use Tila in a Kleenex, yeah, not the same and the thing. and the um, Pegasus figure from the um, yep, the, the Clash thing. of the Titans line as Swiftwin. And I'm like, now I don't have to. And then do you I still had... have this figure today? Oh same yes, one? you yes. still have your same exact one you got that yes. day. I have a couple of them, but I definitely have that you one. You still have your original one. Yes, I have the original. Um, they're both on the shelf over there. Um, and I have my original Storm and Cat. Not. Awesome. And, and original Catra, because um, I got it as a two-pack as well for Christmas, and I think That's my awesome. father bought it for me. Yeah. My mother wouldn't have. Um, and Double Trouble, who my mother didn't think had hair, so I got her. She had a giant ponytail, awesome. but it was behind yeah, yeah. her in the in the back. Um, that was a cool, that was like the Manny yeah. faces. Of, oh, yeah. Because yeah. I still um, have my original Black Star right up there. He's sitting oh, there. yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have most of yeah. my core He-Man Vintage are awesome. almost all my originals. That's awesome. Because um, I sold mine back in the early 2000s. Uh, but we will talk more about that next time. Yes. So we uh, hope you are having a happy holidays. Uh, hug your Sentinel tight if you're cold up in the Northeast. <laughs> uh, hug that Sentinel tight. He'll keep you warm. Um, otherwise, uh, you know, maybe those warm tears from that Rancor will still come out. But oh my you God. can all be happy that the G.I. Joe's oh, figure out a way. Snore. Um, but good for you, those of you that wanted it. I'm being nice now. I right. we appreciate that. Um, I'll let Brian Charles Rooney be Do the crank from now on. And um, <laughs> we hope that you get all the McFarland toilet paper you deserve this Christmas. Toilet Anyways, paper. we will talk at you a little later. Bye-bye. Goodbye. I'll have a better Skeletor next time. <laughs>